0: Welcome to Conversations with Leaders, where we talk with cloud leaders from commercial enterprises to the public sector, hearing their perspectives on innovation at scale when it comes to people, culture, and organization.
1: Jason, uh, really glad that you could uh, be with us today and join us for another episode of Conversations with Leaders. Just to kick things off, can you tell us a little bit about Splunk? And
0: your role as as CFO of Splunk? Sure. So Splunk uh, is a company that's been around about 10-ish or so years. Uh, I've only been there about seven months, but uh, I can tell you the tagline of the company is to turn data into doing. We see every problem as a data problem. uh, And we believe that if you bring the right data to the problem, you can actually solve that problem. Uh, And so we focus on a variety of solutions, on-prem, in-cloud, streaming devices, et cetera. Uh, And uh, we, we focus on trying to help customers basically be able to, I guess, wrangle their data, if you will, to be able to bring the right data to the problem to try to find the right solution. Incredibly powerful. You know, I have the good fortune of talking to a number of our CFO customers
1: over time. And, you know, the theme of data comes up and the evolving role of the CFO in serving the business. You know, you've got a lot of uh, financial leadership experience. Have you seen a change in the role of the CFO?
0: Yeah, I, I would actually say it's changed a lot. And if I think back to when it first really became obvious to me, it was when I left Amazon to uh, become the CFO of Groupon in 2011. This was a company that was completely enabled by, uh, I would say, by by really cloud. Uh, this was a company that in two years had gone from zero to about... Uh, uh, 700 million in sales and then in the third year, the, the year that I was there, they went to 4 billion in sales wow. in in one year. So to go from 0 to 4 billion in three years was not possible uh, until you had cloud infrastructure that would allow you to basically go rent all the necessary uh, EC2 and S3 uh, uh, services to be able to uh, host a data uh, center and be able to operate a website. But then also you know, we had NetSuite to be able to uh, uh, power a cloud-based ERP and then of course, there's all the other different applications, and so that really kind of opened my eyes to the fact that um, the role of the CFO is now so much more about trying than, than just you know you know understanding the numbers and and the the normal aspects that I think we think about, but to actually think about how you can actually use technology to try to you know harness these incredible amounts of data that just seem to be growing uh, exponentially. Yeah.
1: Some of the things I've seen and heard, yeah. Uh, in, in how the CFO role is changing, it has a lot to do too with the dynamic nature of business, some of the stuff that you're talking about, and the amazing rates of growth companies are seeing as they embrace technology. That means that today, the CFO goes from, you know, a custodian of very static mm-hmm. reporting to a leader that really has to embrace being nimble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that tends to extend from a company's culture so
0: can you tell me how the culture of Splunk kind of helps you succeed in that role? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that's helpful is that Splunk had started, you know, ten years ago as a fairly small business uh, uh, with a, a fairly simplistic on-prem log management solution uh, that has had to evolve pretty dramatically, uh, and so now, of course, it's you know. Uh, available through a variety of different environments from cloud uh, to stream processing, uh, but also we've had to add thousands of apps to create the use cases that all the different customers uh, you know, need to be able to, to try to understand their data. Uh, the same goes for the company itself. Yeah. Uh, we, we like to say we want to use Splunk at Splunk, so we're constantly trying to find ways, how do we use our own tools for ourselves, You know, dog fooding or whatever you want to call yeah. it, uh, not just because we want to test the product, but also because we actually need it to help us run our business. And so I think that culture of, of actually trying to solve not just problems for customers, but also problems for yourself, just helps you create a, a really strong kind of culture of, of innovation and constantly trying to make sure you're pushing the envelope on really making sure you're building the best possible products. Awesome. That, a lot of those themes
1: ring true with how we think about things at AWS and our our culture embraces some
0: of the same things. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I spent some time at Amazon, and so uh, certainly I would say, you know, the company has definitely had a, a strong appreciation okay. for what Amazon has done, and I think tried to replicate in its own way, uh, yeah. different, slightly different culture, but in its own way. Uh, and definitely Amazon has been a, a pretty strong example to, to try to learn from. Exciting. Continuing on the theme of data, um, access
1: to technology, and technology provided by the cloud, allows all kinds of innovation around data, including the services provided by Splunk. Our customers collectively look at these as opportunities to change their business through the application of technology. Mm -hmm. Some companies call that digital transformation. Uh, others have different monikers for it. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you see the impact of what your business is doing for customers transform what they can do for their customers?
0: I think uh, you know, if I kind of step back, you know, there was a a time when folks would say every company needs to have a an internet or a technology strategy. And then pretty soon it became that every company was a technology company. Uh and then I think there's also been recently a time where people would say data is the new oil and every company needs to have a data strategy. And I think now we're kind of just embarking on the time where people are starting to say every company is a data company. Uh and therefore the services and products that you use to be able to try to understand your data uh, become so foundational uh, to actually how you operate your business. And so I, I, I think that evolution is something that I see you know really every day. So Jason,
1: how does Splunk leverage AWS to support its
0: customers? So uh, we just starting a couple of years ago uh, started moving from a entirely on prem software solution uh, to the cloud. Um, first, starting off uh, as just a non stateless single tenant architecture, uh, we're now multi tenant multi you know stateless architecture. That said, uh, AWS is far and away our our biggest partner. Uh, we. We, you know, I think about a quarter of our business now is in cloud, uh, and it's growing, you know, much, much faster than on-prem. We think that our business probably will be at least half cloud over the next year or two. And uh, and in that time frame, the ability to have a partner like Amazon to be able to scale with us, uh, you know, at in the hundreds of millions to billions of dollars uh, of of total total contract value. um, There's just not a lot of partners that can handle that. And so I'd say the partnership has been uh, been fantastic and, uh, and, and a key part of our growth.
1: Given the power of data, the CFO is in a very unique position to create a single source of truth. Mm-hmm. How, how can the CFO leverage that to
0: power the business? So one of the things that that I, I learned actually at Amazon was this this notion of trying to always use data and analytics to try to um, to, to start with every problem and and to try to reduce the amount of intuition and instead in, increase first the amount of data and uh, minimize the risk of of not actually looking at all the different um, information that you could use to make a decision and so so first in the in the old days that was Excel and and maybe a, a, a well crafted analysis. Uh, over time, it's now evolved such that you know having a, a scalable data warehouse that really compre- you know is comprehensive and includes all the data uh, within the organization. Uh, you know a common metrics infrastructure so that you can make sure you're defining the same metrics across the org in, in the same way, so that you're not spending time reconciling what's the definition of a customer or a subscriber or whatever you know whatever your business is. Uh, and I've found that you know having Having uh, both the uh, technology organization, typically the CIA organization, as well as the uh, finance organization, working together to come up with you know what's the the core you know there's either the enterprise data warehouse, and then there's also the ERP system. How do you make sure that those systems are scalable and have all the right data feeding in them, and then making sure you have you know consistent, clear definitions uh, is so foundational yeah. to be able to be efficient as an organization. Super powerful. Okay. The role of CFO is definitely
1: changing. So Jason, you talked a bit about partnering with the CIO. What advice do you have for CFOs to partner with their technology leaders to help their organization innovate at speed with the right cost characteristics, mm-hmm. et cetera?
0: Uh, it's interesting. Over the years, I've worked with CIOs, uh, you know, who typically want whatever you know new tool or whatnot, uh, and I think. There was probably a time when I may have been too focused on the hard dollar cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as time has evolved, I've now seen how you really need to look at what is the cost of the tool, but then what's the cost of not having the right tool that gets you the right data quickly. Right. And and what I've, what I've now seen is it's really important for the CIO and the CFO to work together to try to come up with a true total cost of ownership and the soft cost, which is the time, you know, maybe wasted by not having the right information, not getting it quickly enough or whatnot. Oftentimes, it's actually more expensive than the hard dollar cost. And so I would say uh, I'm probably uh, much more focused myself on not just saying no to what looks like a high hard dollar cost, because at the end of the day, it may actually save you a ton of of the soft dollar cost down the
1: road. Makes sense. Innovation at speed. Absolutely a key ingredient. Jason, thanks for the great conversation. Really enjoyed our talk today. Thanks a lot. It was great. All right.